Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cadaver Lab Presents The Slab. I'm Mike. And I'm Sam. And you know what? Today we're going to be talking about a movie that's a little bit different, uh, kind of WTF, than what we've been doing before. Well, yeah, because if you haven't seen it, basically, you're not going to get it. What? What? I I hear you. I know, I know dude. Saying. It's kind of weird. It we're was gonna, weird. We're going to be talking about Serial Mom today. And uh, directed by John Waters, but uh, we'll get into all that in a minute. Uh, it's uh, let's just say it's basically visually uh, 100% different than Necromantic per yeah. se, you know, whatever. Yeah. But listen, this is a I, I, I can't wait to talk about this movie, so yeah, should be pretty cool. So, what's been going on, man? Well, you know, it's funny on this on the podcast, we like to recognize greatness, we do. And so I have a story that I came across, a, a friend who witnessed something, and we need to recognize greatness. The greatest fast food cashier in the world. So <laughs> Real I, yes, yeah, Exactly. If, if only we could play that song. So, so this, this, uh, my buddy was, was behind this large woman who was in line at uh, a, a fast food chicken restaurant to remain nameless. Okay. And uh, so he's just kind of minding his own business, and he overhears her talk to the cashier. And uh, she says, I'll take 12, a 12 piece bucket to go. Uh-huh. And so the cashier's putting in the order, and he says, So that's, uh, do you want original or crispy? A 12, put, uh, 12, point bu- or 12 piece bucket. And so she says, Crispy. And he says, And did you want that to go? And she goes, Excuse me? Do you think I'm going to eat all this motherfucking chicken right up here right now? <laughs> and without missing a beat, the cashier says, bitch, I don't know your life. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you. And as, as you know, as Mike would say, that, that somebody who's making $7 an hour recognizes that he doesn't have to take shit from anybody. Exactly. And you know what, though? it's um, I figure, listen, you lose your job, well, you move over to the next one. That's right. But to miss out on that experience and that memory would be a crime. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's good that he's stepping up and really, really just owning his job there. Oh, I mean, yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Wait. And just knowing his place, that he doesn't know people's lives. You know what? He can't just guess that kind of stuff. No. Because I'll, I'll tell you what, um, I may sometimes eat, you know, get a 12 bucket of chicken. Uh-huh. You know, maybe not eat it all. Right. Maybe. Right. But uh, I'm going to save it for anally pleasing myself later. <laughs> you know? <laughs> can, I, can I get that all drumsticks, please, yeah. sir? <laughs> oh, sick. So, oh, anyways, nice work, uh, super cashier guy. Excellent. That that applauded. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Horror Hound is in what? Like, the end of this month, which is only... That's in two weeks, dude. Wow. It's like... It, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be leaving two weeks from today. Wow. I'm, I'm pretty stoked about yeah. it. I got that all. So, I don't know. If, if you go to Horror Hound, make sure to say hi. Um, I'll be the... Uh, I'll be the big bald guy with a beard with a horror T-shirt on. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I'd probably be about three hundred of those. Nice. There, yeah. Um, sorry, I'll blend in. Yeah. Ask around. Just kidding. <laughs> Come say hi. It'll be awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, next episode again. We're, we're gonna need some help. Okay. Yes. Guys? We, we do. You know we don't really need. But it's, but it's nice help. It it's, is. It's, I mean, if if you don't think that helping on the next episode is is for you, well, then you're just missing out. Because what we're going to do, and we're going to put a little bit of extra time into this, mm-hmm. 
is we're going to come up with our top ten horror hotties of all time. And then we're going to choose three movies that uh, maybe some of those horror hotties have oh, been yes. in. And uh, I'll, I'll, I, I'm actually really looking forward to this one just because... Um, I'm a big pervert, and I think there'll See, be a lot of good perverted say, scenes in that. I, I was going to say, I, I'm looking forward to this strictly from an artistic, critical... Because the female review. body is really a walking piece of art. Yeah, oh, of course. And to be appreciated, in some instances felt up, <laughs> you know, looked at... Let's just say to be enjoyed with every sense. Yes! You nailed that on the head. I like that. That's that's Favorite perfect. being smelling and licking. <laughs> and uh, smelling's too gross, actually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm a little sick. But anyways, uh, just do us a favor. Email in your top few horror hotties. Let us know. Uh, you know, maybe maybe make a mini list yourself. Yeah. You know, call it in, 206-339-2730. And, uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to... Say that you have to do it this way, but when you when you suggest your horror hottie, you may want to suggest a movie where we can appreciate all of their hotness with all of our senses. <laughs> so, so you know, just uh, just keep that in mind as you make your suggestions. It, that you know what that I think it will just make the show all around better for everyone involved. Five dimensional instead of just one dimensional. Five dimensional. Well, I thought you were going to call five inchinal, and uh, I was going to say it'll it'll definitely be five inchinal, <laughs> all five inchinal. I don't know what that means. Um. Anyway, uh, you know I don't really have a lot to talk about. Things have just been yeah. kind of normal, mm-hmm. kind of going the same. Mm-hmm. We've been doing. Uh, you didn't happen to listen to the last douchecast, did you? No. You want to check that one out? Oh yeah. Because uh, I just want to say to James. Uh, he, if uh, if you're listening, man, uh, you are still a douchebag for basically what he did. Is he chose a movie that he knew I would hate, but he figured Steven would like, so they could they could get together and, and, and bully up on me. But it backfired, and me and Steven bullied him the whole time. <laughs> James is an angry man, man. I used to think he was this nice, like really. He's always down. so calm. And nope, stuff. not anymore. Really, he turned over a new leaf, and that's to be a douchebag. Wow, like a real jerk. Wow, and I love him for it. Yeah, so whatever. But, uh, oh, you know what? The greatest thing happened to me yesterday. What happened? Ever. Two days ago. Was it yesterday? Two days ago. Anyways, I found that you can... I, I've been, I don't know why, but I've been really looking for a lot of Elvira stuff lately. Uh-huh. And there is a KCSG here out of Utah is supposed to play her Elvira's movie Macabre every Saturday night at midnight, so technically Sunday morning. Uh-huh. But for the last three weeks, there it has been just black when I turn it on. And so, and I'm pissed off, and I've been emailing and whatever. But uh, so I want I want a little bit of help. If you guys will do this, email programming at kcsg.com and say where's our where's our Elvira's movie macabre. Don't say you're not from Utah. Yeah, this, this is all just this is a I will take this as a personal favor. Wow, I'm, I, it sucks. Yeah, that does. But anyway, I found that on YouTube they actually have full length. Oh, really? Movies with her in it and whatever, and you just and the you just play it through the Blu-ray player, and huh. so it's really nice and everything like that. But still, I mean, there's something about staying up late and watching mm-hmm. Elvira's movie Macabre on on TV. It reminds me of when I was a little kid. Mm. I I'm really upset at KCSG. <laughs> that that's you know what we're doing a douche cast. I think next week. That's going to be my douche of the month. I like that for that. That's I actually have a real douche of the month. 
Uh-oh. for once. But uh, anyway, speaking of horror hotties, I guess that's what that was. Nice. But uh, programming at kcsg.com. Ask him where's the Elvira's movie macabre. Apparently, that's really annoying to get emails, so hopefully they'll, they'll figure it out. Anyways, that's all I got, man. Well, good. Let's get into this. All right, sweet. So, uh, let's see. Serial Mom. Serial Mom. Um, really surprising to me. Really? Well, because usually when you suggest movies, and especially when we've been doing these the, the slab episodes, like we're pulling these things out of left field. It's like shit that you've kind of seen with one eye. You're like, yeah, that may be really weird. Mm-hmm. And, and so you said Serial Mom. I had no idea. And all of a sudden, I'm watching the credits come across. It's awesome music, whatever. Right. And it's all these people that I recognize. Right. I'm like, is this really going to be weird enough? And sure enough, it was it was pretty strange. Well, and now this has a hilarious little backstory for me. Because my wife was actually... I'd never seen this, nor had I heard about it. But I, I think it was right before we were married. So, I mean, it's been forever ago. And she said, oh, we should rent this. I've seen it before. And I really thought it was awesome. You know... But I mean, let's talk. I mean, let, let's just say that if you watch it, I mean, it, it's bright, it's colorful, yeah. it's you know, and it has you know, it's obvious kind of funny uh, murder scenes and whatever. But the apparently she missed on every like subversive joke or whatever. And, and as we were watching it after that, I'm all, I just I kept looking over her and uh, just laughing at how dirty the movie actually yeah. was, and yet she didn't catch on any of it until. You know, later on and whatever. I wonder if she just saw it on TV or something and they cut yeah. all that out. But um, it, I think that I think the reason that I thought we should do this for uh, for the slab is because of its nice exterior look and feel, that, like a nice veneer, you know. Whereas underneath it, it was dirty and subversive and uh, freaking hilarious. So what you're saying is somebody successfully put lipstick on a pig. Some well, well, okay. So somebody except well, okay. I see what you're saying, right? How, no, I no, I'm not no, saying no, the movie I, sucked. I don't know, typically, when I say that, I was gonna say yeah. When you say that lipstick on a pig, it's like it's kind of like putting lipstick on something that was unsavable. Yeah, I, but not yeah, this. Not no. no, but no it's, this is great. I was just trying to draw a conclusion. Well, you know, and the thing is too is this came out in 1994, uh-huh. and guess what we were doing in 1994. Jerking off, graduating from high yeah, school. Yeah, that's true. But wow. I was also jerking off while I was graduating. Oh. While I was walking, dude. Yeah, that's why they make those gowns so big. <laughs> exactly. You can do whatever you want. Mine, mine didn't have to be that big. <laughs> but, but still, I appreciate the. the I just needed to have a plastic up. liner in the in the cap. <laughs> exactly. That's all I needed. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> Not as sick as your text today. What was it? I said, thing? you said, hey, we're going to have sandwiches or something. And I said, I just creamed in my pants. And you said, good, bring it. We'll use it for dip. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> Would have been delicious oh, and salty. So, oh, so sick. But, uh, yeah, 1994. And, you know, the 90s are much maligned. And I don't know if you if this is a traditional horror movie. I mean, it's about a serial killer. And there's a lot of nods to horror to horror movies. And, like, for instance, The Sun, and it's like a horror freak. He works in a video store, and he's always mm-hmm. playing, like, like uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or you know what? I mean, there was well, like, he was sitting around the dinner table, like at the breakfast feast, table, yeah. right at the very beginning. He was like, "Hey, Dad, have you ever seen Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer?" Right. I was like, "Wow, that's an obscure reference, right?" Right, and he just like throws it out there. Yeah, yeah. and so I mean, uh, but John Waters is is known more for his cult and his weird movies mm-hmm. than obviously. I don't I don't know if he's really done any straight up horror. I'm not, and I wish th- watching this movie makes me wish that I knew more of John Waters because just how how funny and, and, and clever and smart this movie was. Mm-hmm. The only other one I've seen, and it just fell out of my head. Oh, shit. Pink Flamingos. That's the only oh, other movie. It's it's about a tranny. 
and the adventures with drugs and hippies and it's it's wild. I mean, it's not really much like this, but that also came out. It's like the ago. second time I've heard you talk about trannies today. Oh, dude, I di- you know what? Maybe we should bring up. You, you know, okay, that that you know what? Maybe we should have brought something up. I you know I felt kind of bad about myself lately. Why? Because you know I'm kind of a douchebag. Believe it or not. I, no way. Yes. No, only when you're not around. Oh, okay. Because, you know, whatever. And uh, I got mad at my wife the other day. Not, like, mad, but I got mad at her because I was like, you know, I wish you wouldn't post personal things about me on Facebook. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we, we, that fact, that was today. And uh, I kind of got on her a little bit for that. And, and uh, I've been grumpy lately at night, and so I've just kind of been in a dick-ass mood. <laughs> but, uh, but I feel so much better now. I'm t- you know, I'm not going to tell you who I talk to. But we were talking today at work, and uh, basically this guy was telling me about a neighbor of his who had just really, who was married and has kids, but he really has gone off the deep end as far as, you know, getting into things like internet pornography and, and stuff like that. Apparently he spent over $60,000 on internet pornography in the last, you know, probably a couple of years. And, uh, you know, on all the chat sites and all the stuff. And apparently he's been getting a bunch of hookers. And yet the funny thing is, is the, I, it, we, it's funny we talk about it this show because he lives in a nice neighborhood and, you know, in, in suburbia, Utah. And, you know, and nobody would ever know that that's going on or anything. But anyway, I guess we all have our little secrets. Mine is the stash of uh, giant headed dildos. Whoa. Underneath my, that, I, no, it's not. I don't have that at all. Oh. Maybe. But anyway, so... So apparently, he this guy had been soliciting a lot of prostitutes and, you know, going out, spending a lot of money on them. And uh, uh, he actually brought up to the fact, to, to, uh, my, or to this person, that uh, he actually had uh, paid to be with a few trannies. And I thought to myself, wow, okay, holy shit. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, it's not that I'm gay or anything like that. I just like trannies. And. Listen, I'm not going to make any judgment calls or whatever, but I feel good about myself today because if anything, if I'm being a douche, I could always come home and say, you know what, at least I'm not having sex with trannies. That's right. So there you go. And that's, you know, so I can do anything up to that point. Yes. You know, on the level of badness, you know, you know, I have mm-hmm. a, I have a level of like an mm-hmm. uh, like a, uh, evil level, you know, yeah. trannies is up there. But on the level of... Uh... Feeling someone's junk hitting your junk during intercourse, you, you're not you're not letting that happen. No, well, I haven't let that happen. Don't so. let that happen. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! <laughs> That's something I'm pretty sure I can control, and I'm not. That's just not happening. Well, you know what? More power to you. Thank I'm you. Very happy for Thank you. you. That's Thank great. You. you know what? Coming from the guy whose forum picture is a freaking tranny taking a shit. No, it's not. It used to be. If it's no. not now. What? Yeah. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, that wasn't your avatar. No. That was That was somebody putting up to- saying that was you. Uh, yeah, I yeah, had the toilet right. with the mouth for a while, and now I've got the uh, prototype for the strained vampire. That oh, that's right. Avatar. That's right. Okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. It's all right. Anyway, cereal mom. Uh, uh, <laughs> funny tagline. Every mom wants to be wanted. But not for murder one. Yeah, I saw that. So <laughs> uh, there's came out in 1994. IMDb gave it a 6.4. Has over 11,000 votes. And uh, you know, anyway, I we'll, we'll talk about the writing stuff like that a little bit later. But written and directed by John Waters. Um, 
John Waters, I actually saw a uh, documentary. It was kind of, it was almost like a stand-up routine he was doing, but it wasn't really. It was just him kind of, you know, spewing his philosophies and stuff like that. And the guy is as unique as they come. And uh, um, very entertaining guy to, to watch and to perform. In fact, he's been in, you know, uh, quite a few movies himself. Um, and... Uh, uh, I mean, do you do you have, do you know what he looks like? Do you know who no. he is? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He's got he's that d- really skinny dude with the with the kind of plastered hair and the like the pencil thin mustache. You would recognize him. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. So, actually, but anyway, but uh, mm. no, really interesting guy. In fact, this movie makes me really want to to look look uh, some of his back catalog up and and check those out. Uh, the budget for this was 13 million. Um, it starred Kathleen Turner as Beverly Sutphin. That Kathleen Turner of War of the Roses. Jewel of the Nile, or Romancing the Stone, and all those other movies that I probably wouldn't watch. I just watched one of those the other day. What was War of the Roses? Uh, no, it was uh, Jewel of the Nile. Yeah, how was it? Or was it? It was the second one. I don't know. I don't know which one. There's yeah, it sucked, dude. Really? It was amazing. That's all Michael Douglas, though. All three of those are Michael Douglas, aren't they? Yeah. Well, no, War of the Roses is that? That's I know, I that's know. Uh, Danny DeVito, I think. Maybe. Just, but I, it, I just yeah, I we watched that and it just sucked. You had the like. I like some '80s music, mm-hmm. but I don't like like '80s romance, like uh, right shit that, that a lot of those <laughs> movies opened up with. You know, oh, but dude, oh. you also have to realize that I mean, after watching those and not enjoying them, and then seeing this, it's like I I can't blame those movies on Kathleen Turner. I think she's no. a, 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 a you know a beautiful woman. What I do, I think she's cute. Fatleen Turner. Yes. Wow. No, I like her. Oh. Especially back in the day. Oh. I haven't seen her since in anything since I mean, I would something. say she was cute during the eighties, but like she started I in guess this, I, I, I guess I know cute. what she looks like now. Oh, I don't know. And what you she could looks see like. that she this was like her in between stage. Uh-huh. She is terrible. Really? If you were to look up a picture of her, you'd be like, I'm not gonna look it up. I'm gonna me? I'm gonna keep the mystery alive. Dude. So so the problem for me is I've I've seen the end result where she's at now. Uh-huh. I know where she was. And unfortunately, I can make the connection that she looks more in that what she looks like today because she's like real husky and like real manly. Well, in this, she's not. She's, I don't. I don't know. I think she looks fine in this. She looks alright, but she's starting to put on a little weight. She's bigger than her husband, and well, Sam she's Waters got a manly voice. Yeah, well, and that, and that, well, that helps out for one of her. Uh, well, yeah, for but, one of her parts of the movie. Yeah, but uh, she's definitely. It's be, she would. I liked you, her better in this than I would have liked Susan Sarandon. Is who they did want. Oh yeah, I don't like yeah. that that horse faced woman. No, I don't like her either. But I, it, I think Kathleen Turner in this was awesome. I mean, I think she did a good job. She was really funny. I mean, hilarious. Yeah, in this movie. yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I, yeah, and I'll like, give her that. But she was beyond. She was past sex symbol at this point for me. Okay. Well, she well she was like milf territory. No. Yeah. Way. Sure. Sure. Whoa. To me, dude. In '94, we so we're sitting we're sitting in high school. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I see that in 94. Yeah. I go for it. No, I was too busy Sharon Stoning it. <laughs> Sharon Stoning it? Yeah. That... You talk about Michael Douglas and some Sharon Stoning it. That, uh, that's where <laughs> I was at. basic instinct. Yeah. You realize that they had a, uh, um, um, what do you call those, a merkin in that one scene. What? Is it called a merkin? A pube wig? I have no idea. On that? I thought you told me what a Birkin. It doesn't matter. Uh, it wasn't me. I'm just teasing anyway. I, I, I yeah, I refer to that as my five instincts a day. Not <laughs> that was not a basic instinct. Nice. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, Sam Waterston of uh, played uh, Eugene Suffin. Sam Waterston of Law and Order and E Trade commercial. E Trade. No. That guy is the most. You know, I trust that. What, guy. what am I supposed I'd to? I freaking go. I trade with that guy. Well, let me ask you. So, real, so the guy is in Law and Order, and we're supposed to just trust him on E Trade. He's a good spokesman for that. There's a bald guy try, that was on Law and Order SVU trying to sell me gold. Oh yeah. I'm oh. like. Well, Sam Waterston, what he does, is, the thing that's annoying about him is every time he talks, he kind of looks at you, and, and then he does this, like, uh, he kind of looks like he just smelled a piece of shit somewhere, but he doesn't know where it's at. <laughs> so the reaction like, show. Each trade is where you should be to do the best, the best trades on the market. <laughs> Too bad nobody Every can see time. That. that was worth it, you Dude, guys. <laughs> just imagine someone, all, like, in the middle of a really thought-provoking thought, and then all of a sudden, he smells a piece of shit and looks, and looks around for it. Just real quick, and then realizes he shouldn't do it. That's what he looks like in everything he does. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Sam Watterson's a man. Uh, Ricky Lake played uh, Misty Suffin. Do we even need to make fun of Ricky Lake? I, you know, the, I, I don't know if, if, uh, if ever Ricky Lake was okay to like, but I... I feel like she should be the butt of, of uh, that every butt of joke she was back mm-hmm. in the day was justified. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I cannot see any redeeming quality about her before. I mean, I, I, I watched her show from time to time. Yeah, but was this, was this when her show was on? Was she? The no, no, oh, no, this was before. So, <clears throat> so the good thing about this is knowing that this was before she turned into Ricky Lake. Uh-huh. So, you know, when you, if you watch this in 94, you're like, oh, who's that, you know, tubby, ugly bitch. But, yeah. but, uh, um, you know, if now you watch it and you know, uh, maybe, it, maybe we're removed enough now to be, it's okay. It's her. But like, if you watch this, like during her show, I, I don't know if I could even watch. I, I probably would have turned it yeah. off. Like, she, she, was, she basically was herself. Like she didn't have to do any acting for this. Right. She was chasing all <laughs> sorts of cock all over the screen. It didn't matter whose it was. Right. She's falling all over herself and. Yep. Yeah. She was, it was basically Ricky Lake playing Ricky Lake. Uh, and then, uh, Matthew Lillard played Chip. I want to hear your, do your, sco- I love your, uh, like Scoob, yeah. let's get out of here. <laughs> I was, I was so excited to see who's in this because I knew I was going to get that. Dude, you know podcast. what, you know what's funny too is, uh, you know how he did those two live action Scooby movies. Uh-huh. He now does the voice for Shaggy in the new cartoon. He does? Out. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh. So, and, and yeah, I watch those all the time with my kids and whatnot. That's it's, funny. It, it's just funny to hear him, you yeah. know, because... I mean, this this guy was in Scream, you know. Uh-huh. He's you know, and that's right. First song. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, he was in Wing Commander. I never saw. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> yeah, yeah chirp, I, chirp. I actually never saw. It. I think that was actually made after a, a book or a video game or something oh, really? that was supposed to be awesome, but yeah. I don't remember. But uh, he was also in like a. Um, you know, this is one guy I thought would would be a little bit more famous coming out of the nineties, but mm-hmm. he just kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. I mean, I I, I liked him. Um, Anyway, so all right, so so before I before we talk about the plot, I'm going to explain to you that there is no possible way for me to relay the genius of this movie. I mean, I could sit here and tell you and go, I could tell you exactly what's happened, described exactly, but without that little, what would you call it? About the little subtle, subtle looks. Yeah, that's the, 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 it's all about the tone. Yeah. It's all, and if you don't know what the tone is, the, the movie's just going to be like, well, I, we've seen that like a bunch of times, right? So here's, here's what I suggest we do for this. Let's just, uh, a quick run over the, the, the synopsis, but then, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it later. Because honestly, John Waters in this, 
the 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 humor of this is so effective but it's very difficult to to portray it over a podcast in my opinion i if not i don't think i'm worthy of doing it excuse me yeah you heard me <laughs> anyway so imagine the ideal suburban existence uh bright colored homes perfectly manicured lawns and gardens you know two uh, you know, mother and father living together, 2.3 kids, you know, two-car garage, dad, dad is a dentist, they're an affluent family, uh, the, the, the wife is a stay-at-home mother, and she takes, she, she wakes up, cooks a big spread for breakfast, you know, does all that, um, for the kids, and you know, just kind of the, the, the 50s, I guess, ideal, yeah, like you said, yeah, uh, leave it to Beaver, leave it to, yeah, I was gonna say, leave it to Cleaver. No, it's, but yeah, I, I try not to say that, so I usually say leave it to vagina, because that's just that's an offensive term. I don't think I don't think cleaver. you should. I just don't think you should you should intertwine animal names with genitalia. There's just something really <laughs> offensive about that. Beaver. Yeah, dude. So I always try to say leave it to vagina. Leave it to gash. <laughs> leave it to the box. <laughs> Are we gonna keep going? Yeah. No, give me one sec. I'm laughing so I can <laughs> so I can stall a little bit to. Uh... Anyway, leave it to the pink taco. I mean, it's just <laughs> leave it to the boatman, <laughs> the little man, the man in the little canoe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Uh, because clitorati are always hilarious <laughs> to talk about. That that's what that's that's the, the that's, that's the name the, of the next Dan Brown novel. <laughs> clitorati, <laughs> the secrets of the clitorati. <laughs> Solve the Da Vinci Code and break the clitoris. <laughs> oh, that is awesome! Oh my gosh, that's probably the funniest thing I've heard in months. That is awesome. That's sweet, dude. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, all right. Oh, uh, what were they freaking talking about? I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, oh, but then, like yeah. I said, you peel back the veneer. You have a mother. That was a. You still laughing about the clitoris? Peel back the veneer. I I don't know why I was imagining peeling back the layers of the. Never mind. <laughs> that that was a little dark. Dude. That was dark. I got a little dirty. dark. <laughs> but uh, and uh, so so here's the mother. The mother obviously has some mental issues where she sees everything kind of of um, everything should be the way she feels like it should be. I guess is the way to put it. Mm -hmm. And so and every little thing that annoys her, that upsets her, that you know really pisses her off. But she doesn't freak out or anything like that. What she does is she kind of remembers, takes it in, remembers, and um, and uh, will get her retribution eventually. Mm -hmm. You know, and at first it starts off, you know, kind of uh, harmless, more or less. Basically, one a lady, like you know, when you're waiting to get a. a, a a parking spot you're waiting for somebody oh, to pull yeah. out and then somebody pulls out in front of you you know and then you get pissed off some lady did that to her so what she decided to do was mount a um a prank call a, a, a obscene phone call uh you know barrage at her and, we didn't know that at, at no we didn't first. know why she did it. no we didn't even know that she was involved with anything the police came by and were like hey mrs so-and-so was having bad you know what yeah prank callers or uh disturbing or Obscene, obscene phone calls. Phone calls. And, you know, it's funny that the cops in this town are going door to door yeah. at breakfast time, trying yeah. to track down yeah. obscene phone callers. Yeah. But that, that, I mean, that's just the kind of place it is. It's this, I guess, small town. But it was just, it was only like ten miles or some odd out of Baltimore. We find out. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but it's not till a flashback later. 
Yeah. After we've found out that she's actually the one sending the notes and making the phone calls. Right. Then we get the flashback to 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 go back to show us the reason right. why. Right. And so from then on, that's kind of builds to where the movie goes because something ticks her off with each person that ends up getting killed. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it. I. This to me is one of the most hilarious things watching Kathleen Turner do this. I'm gonna cut it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a clip of it. Uh-huh. And we're gonna put it in here. All right. So so yeah. Well, because it, it is so funny. Like I said, I can't really expound on yep. it without yep. sounding like a dildo more than I do now. But uh, anyway. Hello? Is this the cocksucker residence? God damn you, stop calling here. Isn't this 4215 pussy way? You bitch! Now let me check the zip code. 212, fuck you! The police are tracing this call this very minute. Well, Dottie Hinkle, then why aren't they here, huh? Fuck face, fuck you! <laughs> Didn't I just say fuck you? I beg your pardon. Who is this? Mrs. Wilson from the telephone company. I understand you're having problems with an obscene phone caller. Yes, I am. I'm sorry, Mrs. Wilson, but this is driving me crazy. I've had my number changed twice already. I'm a divorced woman. Please help me. Well, what exactly does this sick individual say to you? I can't say the words out loud. I don't use bad language. Oh, well, I know it's difficult, but we need to know the exact words. I'll try. Cocksucker, that's what she calls me. Listen to your filthy mouth, you fucking whore! God damn you! Motherfucker! Cocksucker! Beverly? Rosemary, are you alright? Oh, yes, of course, I'm fine. Uh, you know, in, in the movie kind of progresses where, you know, she she becomes in these in these regular everyday situations you know she she interacts with her neighbors with her kids school teachers things like that and uh they do something to tick her off and then she takes out her vengeance and and uh uh whereas she didn't kill the the uh, the parking lot lady she starts to take out people like chips she goes to a parent teacher conference chips teacher says that uh she's basically a bad parent because he's he because he needs therapy because he's so into these horror movies yeah. and whatever and she t- you know she she plays it off right then and uh but but um you know basically she takes a guy out you know and there's and there's a bunch of different i mean there's what like, well, what set her off though is even though that was going on i think what set her off was she, when he turned he turned around to wave at her and then he put gum in his mouth well well and that's what i was going to say yeah. I, th- I think that was just he, he did that i think she was gonna do it before oh. but i think the gum though was just kind of a funny because she told no gum in the house yeah. even when the police yeah. came over she said we don't chew gum in this house right. you know and, and gave him a a tissue so he could throw it away but uh yeah and it was just funny because when she ran him over you see a picture of of him bloody on the ground and the gums right outside yeah, it spits mouth. it out of his mouth right at the last mm-hmm. second but uh and you know let's see there are a bunch it, well so all these mysterious murders stop start happening uh for instance uh i i, I don't know if we if we really need to go through them all or anything like that but uh they go to there's a big uh swap meet or whatever at this place and you know they go to the swap meet where uh Ricky Lake is trying to sell some stuff, and he got stood up by her boyfriend. She's really bummed out. Apparently, her boyfriend showed up with uh, Tracy Lord. Yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. And uh, 
And, uh, of course, you know, what a douchebag. He freaking stands up her daughter to go out with this, you know, with this hotter, like, like not even in the same league. So let girl. me ask you. Let's see. Yeah. Tracy Lords, Ricky Lake. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, I'm just, you're saying he's a douchebag. Well, he, no. Well, okay. He's a douchebag for not being upfront and honest with Ricky Lake. Oh, okay. But that's I think. probably it, why she ended up having to do the show. That's that's a great she point. Scarred. Because yeah, she she really needed to start mm-hmm. to have some kind of outlet, some kind yep. of therapy, and yep. that's what she started. All right. Anyway, so basically, one thing leads to another, and she ends up killing the guy in the men's bathroom, and it leads to one of the most hilarious parts. <laughs> and I realize that I cannot explain this, but she goes in, she stabs a guy, you know, whatever. And there, and I'm missing a lot of subtle. I'm not telling a lot of subtle yeah. little pieces of humor here and there, but when somebody discovers that body. It comes in. It was one of the funniest reactions that I've ever seen. And in fact, I, I like flip back to that to watch it, you know, in a row, like 10, 15 times in a row because it was so funny. Some dude, you know what the Urarg scream is? That was, yeah, that not, that was it. That's but awesome. it was hilarious. Um, you know, and just all sorts of things like that. I, it, I guess the story kind of takes on, uh, you know, a... a a kind of a phase where people, there are a lot of people who think it's her, but her family sticking up for her, you know, in, in, uh, they're kind of going, but trying to, the police are trying to go after different leads and all things start pointing to serial mom or, uh, to Kathleen Turner. But, you know, she's just like, Oh, silly. That's not me, whatever. But, uh, um, ends up being fairly obvious, you know, there's a big trial. And, uh, anyway, I don't, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't feel like I would do justice to talk about the plot, so I don't. I don't know. Maybe we should just talk about some of the. Well, this this is one of those where you know we talk about you have to be in a certain mood to watch a movie. Yeah. I don't. This is more. I don't know if you have to be all the way in that mood because this will create it for you. It's like one of those where you can you. sit down. It's kind of lighthearted, but you can just laugh at stuff that's right. going on, and it's it's just, it's just not a big deal. And, and all the people just kind of overact during right. the thing. Oh, and that's what they're and, supposed and just, to do, exactly. And it's just it's just they're supposed to be these obnoxious suburbanites. You yeah, know? and it's just entertaining. And it, one of the funniest <clears throat> things are about how these people, you know, get so distraught over the smallest things, mm-hmm. but it's Recycling plays such and, a big part of their yeah, life, you yeah. know. And it's like, wow, well, okay. Like recycling and dressing a certain way after Labor Day. Right. Which is all this stuff that people in real life, there are literally people who get caught up in that. It's like, but why bother? It's but, kind of it's kind of poking fun at that type of suburbia, perfect life. That You know what? There's shit that goes on behind fences and in, behind doors that, that people have no idea. There was one of the most horrific scenes I've ever seen in this movie, though. Basically, this old lady, you know, and she, she goes and she rents a movie called Annie. You know, oh yeah, and then what she does is she goes home. This is the one that I really felt like deserved to actually die. Oh yeah, she goes home, takes her shoes off, sits on her recliner, starts singing the intro to Annie, and uh, says, "Oh, lick my feet, dog!" And the dog's licking her feet as she's belting out the subtle cum. You know, yeah, that wasn't that. That was that. You know what? That just made me her her wrinkly feet while the dog. I wonder where else she puts that peanut butter later on in the evening. Yeah, no kidding. That's really disgusting, by the way. I don't. I, don't, I wish you wouldn't. Is it in the? Uh, is it it's in about the calf smile? level in her vagina. <laughs> the drapes. <laughs> yeah, that's her vagina is nicknamed Droopy. That is very disgusting. Actually, you know what? Now that it's like springtime, mm-hmm. I wonder if she could go outside, grab those, pull them out like that, and be go flying around like a kite. 
Holy that, shit. That would I be, bet. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be a little bizarre to see, but I mean, what a... It's like Condor, man. That's base. She's and, Condor vagina. And if she was still on the rag, then someone could hold oh, her. Oh, she's Some, too old. She's, oh, so no, her there days wouldn't be are, a string? Is yeah, that what her, you're telling me? Her, oh, sick. <laughs> we just went way too far yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm really glad. That's the only time in my life I've ever been thankful for menopause, because just wait, <laughs> just think of where that could have gone. Oh, in, my in The descriptions we could have. Oh, but thank gosh. goodness for menopause that we did not have to go yes. there. Um, well, okay, so as I was reading this, uh, re, you know, researching a little bit about it, basically, like I said, it cost $13 million, but but uh, domestically it only made about $7.8 million back. I don't even remember this coming out. No, I, I don't either. I don't, in fact, I totally missed it, and yeah. like I said, my wife had to show me, you know, in you know 99 or 2000 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but it's just crazy that in 94 when we're out there watching movies, yeah, that, we, I don't we even were at remember the, that. We were at the, well... If you look at the cover, there's a nice lady on the front. It's pink, and it yeah, shows. Yeah, but don't you family. think he did it come out in the theater? No, I don't. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I don't remember. I assume it did. I would think it would. But I'm I'm thinking in the in the in the because uh, we used to go to freaking movie buffs or what's that other place now that's now in the trolley in the Colonial Square. Oh, Top Hat. Top Hat. We used to go there every and freaking night and just movies. rent shit. Yeah. A shitload of horror movies. I know. And now, like I said, this isn't necessarily a horror movie. Uh, no, a I traditional remember, horror movie. I remember going to see shit like uh, Right Said Fred. I mean, I remember that from those. What I'm saying what, is Right this... Said Fred? Dude, that was a, that's, I... a, that's the band that sings I'm Too Sexy. Are you talking drop about... Dead drop Fred. Dead Fred. Thank okay. you. Dry, yeah. yeah, Drop Dead Fred. That's all the same shit. Freudian slip. Yeah, I guess. No, but uh, I, I mean, I, I even remember that. Right, but I this this is completely I gone. I'm right with you. All right. I mean, we and we used to rent the shit out of everything. Yeah. Like I remember, Shannon Tweed was like my best oh, friend for oh. a long, long time. I was like, I didn't know the chicks worked out naked. <laughs> Why would that? That makes so much sense. <laughs> that makes so much sense. You Just know, carry a towel around to sit on. Speaking of milf, right there, Shannon Tweed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene Simmons was a lucky man. Really? Gene Simmons? You didn't know that they were no. married? Oh, yeah. Okay. Gene Simmons might be worthy yeah. of her. Absolutely. I, I can't think of too many other dudes that no, would be. he would, though. But he, okay. I'm mm-hmm. good with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that union. All right. Uh, and, uh, as long as it's okay with me, right? Yeah. But uh, I wonder, I wonder about this. It did, it did so poorly when it came out and whatever. I wonder if it was just misunderstood or if, if, I mean, even if, like I said, even if I tell you what the story is, it, it, it's not effective. I, I think it has to do with people seeing Fat Lee Turner. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> and realizing where she had been at Romancing and, the you Stone. Know, and that could and be... all of a sudden you're like, that is a dude. <laughs> That's a freaking dude. No, no. You know, it did, I wonder, it, this also came out really close to the time when that whole uh, uh, O.J. Simpson thing came out. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that was it. I, I wonder if that, that had something be. to do with it. But I don't know. I can't imagine the O.J. Simpson thing preventing me from watching this but well, no but it maybe it prevented people from really pimping it out and that's you've got a suburban housewife that's, that's going out and slashing people i you know i, I can, that's a great i don't know i can see i can see that that could that that may well could be an issue yeah 
But it wouldn't have affected me. I mean, well, no, it wouldn't have. But what I'm saying is, is in you know after nine maybe just people happened, didn't, didn't people shelf some movies and didn't pimp the stuff. That, you know, some of the spy movies that they wanted to. The oh, same way. like the terrorism. so maybe this was the same thing. Maybe it's like we have this funny movie. It's got all these people in it that we think we're going to pimp, and then that OJ thing happens. We're kind of like, well, oh yeah, let's talk about release a it. We're killer. still going to release it, but we're not talking about that it. That could, you know, that could. That's be. what I mean. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. That that's actually a great point. I I have no idea. I yeah. I just wonder if people were too distracted potentially. I I honestly think though that it was it without having seen this I would never give it a chance without my right. wife choosing it in yeah. in watching it with her I would have never given this a chance just mm-hmm. because it's like why would I watch a Kathleen Turner who is like the '80s love story mm-hmm. icon why would I watch that when um, there's so been, many other yeah. kick-ass horror movies coming out which there really weren't in '90 and that's what's weird is yeah there wasn't a bunch of that going on they took like it was a, all teen slashers but we were teens at the time. I so guess, whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I remember. Was... I remember you telling me the scream scared the shit out of you. Well, it did. Like, the, and that was like when it originally came out. It originally came out. I was watching it on TV, or I mean, I had rented it. I was in alone in my house. Uh-huh. My parents had had gone alone in my house, and I, I grabbed it, and I had all the lights off in the house, <laughs> and I turned it on. And that first little part where the girl made the right. on the phone call that uh-huh. really scared me. <laughs> it was really well done. All right. No, dude. I, I actually really liked Scream. I yeah. didn't I didn't really find it that scary, but I actually really liked it. Now, I'm sure if I went back now, I'd be like, oh my god. Do you know really? that Scream 4 is coming out? I saw that on the cover of your uh, horror hound that's uh, sitting right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, I got that with my gold member with my gold ticket nice. with my golden ticket to horror hound. Nice. I got a, I got a, a subscription to it. Do you get to get into the the chocolate factory after? I do, awesome. and I get a I get a, um, a lifetime supply of uh, of uh, chocolate shit. Wow. Bricks. Sounds like a deal. No. It's not a deal at all. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else I, that they would be giving out at horror. I can tell you're struggling with that a little shit. bit. Brick. Chocolate <laughs> covered soups. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh well, okay, so I I don't know. I, I obviously I don't know enough about the movie and I don't mm-hmm. and I haven't seen anything. <clears throat> any documentaries about it. This makes me want to go back and watch the, the special features, but there's no way I'm going to because yeah. I just, that's just something I rarely have time to do. Nev and when Campbell. I say have time, what? Nev Campbell. What? I'm talking about Syria. Oh, I thought you were talking about Scream. No, I, no, Nev Campbell. You like it. What? You like her. Nev Campbell is the is the Marcy Peppermint Patty from Peanuts. Really? Oh, dude, she's so nasty. No. Yes, I can't, I can't picture her. Nev Campbell. I, I am trying to think. She's all right. She looks just like Marcy from Without the Glasses from Peanuts. Oh, I was thinking. No, from Charlie Brown. Right, I was thinking you said Peppermint Patty, which was well, the, but they had a weird love thing going. Well, sure, Peppermint and Marcy, but Nev Campbell looks exactly like Marcy. From all right, dude. Uh, it's obvious. I, I never could get over that. Like I knew that as soon as I saw her. Really? Yeah, I'm like, whoa. Really? Man, that's wow. weird. I I thought she was cute. No. Um. Anyway, I as far as serial mom's concerned, I can definitely see why the humor isn't for everyone mm-hmm. because it, it's. I mean, it's shocking in the fact that that uh, it's such a it's so at odds with what you're seeing. You know, you're hearing these diabolical jokes mm-hmm. and you know, layered in this nice frilly whatever. Um, well, it's over the top. Like she's oh, doing things where she should be caught every single absolutely. time. Absolutely, witnesses in public places. Right. I mean, so yeah. If, if you, yeah, if you don't like over the top stuff like and that, it's you're not and, and like it's it. meant to be silly. I yeah. mean, they don't. It's not. 
they John Waters does a great job of of uh, being true to I think one idea. He doesn't like switch halfway through and make it serious mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's it's the same thing the whole time. Because every once in a while a movie will like be funny and then try to switch and mm-hmm. screw that crap. Yep, yep. No, this one was the whole way through. Uh, Ebert had uh, had a funny thing for it. Um, it said. Uh, Watch Serial Mom closely and you'll realize that something is miscalculated at a fundamental level. Turner's character is helpless and unwitting in a way that makes us feel almost sorry for her, and that undermines the humor. She isn't funny crazy, she's sick crazy. Now, I cannot see that at all. I'm just saying that there are other opinions out there, and I mean, I I can't see that one, but I can see not thinking it's funny because of one reason or another. Well, I, I agree, and I think that what the problem is is that Ebert, that hits a little too close to home for that guy because on the weekends he dresses up in a wig and he he does things. Well, I would assume then that some of Waters' other films that starred Divine, who was a transvestite, uh-huh. would hit closer to home oh, for him. Oh, well, and he probably did. He probably looked at those same comments and, and he probably says the same type of thing. He mm-hmm. just, it's like, it's too close. That's You know, that's a great it's point. too close. I didn't, didn't even see that... Uh, he, he makes dogs lick his feet, and you know, he just was like, I just can't, I can't handle this mentally right now. And so he has to lash out like that. You know, and this isn't the first time we brought up Ebert in his take on it. Remember when uh, oh, we yeah. were doing... Uh, Something about it was a waste of time. Uh, or, uh, this I spit on your grave, I think is what it was. He freaking blasted that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't think me and Ebert really have much in common. Well, ask Ebert how many of the movies uh, that he likes get remade. Yeah. So screw you, Ebert. <laughs> you know, I wonder. I'd be interested to see. But uh, I don't know. There are, there are a few things that I'm going to take from this movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of a, as a kind of a what did I learn type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. Except for it's what am I going to incorporate in my in my daily life. Mm. Uh, there was one quote, actually, that let's see if I, I hope I wrote down. It said, uh, Chip goes, I'm so happy I could shit. She said, Chip, you know how I hate the brown word. Yeah. I'm going to start using the brown word in my daily life. That made me shit a brick. That yeah. made me happy enough to shit a brick. That was disgusting, huh? It was not only, you know, shit, you can just, it mm-hmm. just kind of rolls off the tongue. When you say the brown word, it makes you think about shit. <laughs> you know how I hate the brown word? Oh, sick. <laughs> and, uh, there's, uh, I did learn that, uh, there's no other way to make people feel more uncomfortable than as you're looking out at the birds and seeing them frolicking, yeah. taking some time to, to, uh, impersonate them oh my gosh that wasn't that weird oh my it was was, it wasn't like one or two times either (laughs) it was for a half hour oh my but uh anyways uh i I don't know what what do you have to add for us so so what did i learn that people have a weird shaped cutlet in the small of their back yeah when that guy got stabbed (laughs) she pulled out some kind of organ out of his back right bizarre uh, Little Orphan Annie soundtrack is prime pickings for a little bestiality. That's really disgusting. Yeah, well, that's how it was going. Uh, who else said that? You're bigger than Freddie and Jason, only you're a real person. Mm-hmm. That was the slut from Freddie and Jason make a porno. Nice, yeah. yeah. And then uh, keep the change, you son of a psycho. That was a patron of Charlie Sheen's cashier son. Good wow, keep it, keeping it yeah. topical with yeah. Uh, yeah. with Charlie Sheen. And then uh, nobody gets in without ID. That's Paris Hilton's vagina. <laughs> And why does her vagina, why does her little man in the canoe take need ID? Because she doesn't just let anybody in there. Oh, bull crap. I know. Okay. All right, and then... Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry to bust. <laughs> okay, anyway. Come on, lick mommy's feet. Get them all wet. That's uh, Rex Ryan's wife. Rex Ryan's wife? The, the Jets coach. They have yeah, a fetish. All right. That is disgusting. 
I I can think of very few people who are who are more unattractive than that old lady, but Rex Ryan is one of them. Yeah, so that works. Wow. Kick to the balls goes to Sam Waterston for worrying about waking up the kids and letting his wife lay the wood to him. Oh, yeah, she was freaking beastly. I told you. That's the same sh- theme for Fatling <laughs> the whole that time. That was that was that was the exact it was, it was like a bunch of water <laughs> buffalo mating. Uh yeah, so that and then uh, I've got a 6. Do you have anything else for uh, your thing? Yeah, I do. Well, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll just stand with the six no, degrees no, no, when you're done. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. There was one scene where, you know, we were talking about, that. I, hopefully I, I put this in, but uh, there's one scene where she was talking about, you know, doing the obscene phone calls and whatever, mm-hmm. talking about pussy willows. You yeah. Know, so, oh, yeah. Are those pussy willows? <laughs> but uh, so my, my um, who else said that? It kind of takes off that, but I don't know if I can take creative license. A little bit here, but I'm I want to. All right. Basically, um, um, I'm gonna change it from "Are those pussy willows?" to "Is that Willow's pussy?" Whoa! And uh, that was Matt Mardigan when he and Willow were out on a long adventure, and, sp- and he was spying on Willow taking a shit in the woods, and he was so horny from not having seen a woman in so long, he wondered if it's if that was p- if Willow's pussy that she Dude, was coming out of. That is an awesome reference. Yes, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that. That's all. That's all I got. All right. Man. Do you have a kick to the balls? I do. Um, the lady for loving oh, okay. the dog. Um, anybody who wanted to bust her, and uh, it, because she was so funny yeah. to me, I, I wish she would have would be continuing to go now. But uh, uh, for Sam Waterston for for asking the thinking all these, uh, it, it, you know what? Maybe it's me that needs kicking the balls. But one of the funniest lines in the thing was was as all this was going on, and is, is her family started to realize what that she may be doing this, and she goes, Sam Waterston said something like, "I've read all about this. Is it menopause?" Oh my. <laughs> Kicking the balls for saying the word menopause, yeah. even though it, the irony is, is that I was really happy for menopause today earlier, earlier yeah. with the with the whole kite vagina <laughs> flaps things. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Anyway, all right, and then I have a six degrees. So uh, I went through Charlie Sheen, good, just because it's topical. Good. Um, Fat Lean Turner was in uh, Romance in the Stone with Michael Douglas, uh-huh. who's in Wall Street with Charlie Sheen. Back was, when he was normal? Yeah, yeah. Who was in Being John Malkovich with Cameron Diaz, who was in The Mask with Jim Carrey, who was in The Majestic with Bruce Campbell. That is excellent, man. Yeah. Nice. So uh, so what do you give this movie? I give this movie a red box. Really? Yes. Explain yourself, sir. So, I would go rent this movie and it would be fun, but I just, I don't think that I would... I don't think that I would go out and buy it. Are you serious? Yeah. I give it a bone saw. Really? I'll tell you why. Because I could probably watch this again right now and still laugh my ass off at all the same jokes uh-huh. and at the same time find some new ones to laugh at that maybe I missed. This is this is a, maybe the second or third time I've watched it and uh, I, was, I picked up some new stuff. Are you freaking clicking? Gross. <laughs> but anyway. I only did it once. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I, I, I thought it was, I think Kathleen Turner in this, like, it makes me, like, really like Kathleen Turner. And that's part of the problem for me, <laughs> really? honestly. Just, well, I didn't just, have any previous bias. Well, and, you know, partly, really, and this is terrible, but I, I went clicking about two weeks ago uh-huh. on an article that showed celebrities without their makeup. Oh, and dear. she was one of them, and she, she looked terrible 
without her makeup, but she looked really bad with her makeup. <laughs> and so then I saw her in this movie, like, oh, and we had watched Romancing the Stone right. about a month ago. So I'm seeing the, the beginning of when she was hot. I saw the end of where she is now, and I could see the beginnings of the, the end for her in this movie. I'm like, holy shit. In 1994, she was already on her way to being fat, lean, turned well, And so I just was kind of like, oh. Well, let's put it this way. At least I have the presence of mind to be able to compartmentalize and judge this movie on its own merits. Uh, other than, uh, rather than uh, being a real douchebag. All right. So, I'm just so to I'm my just no, but to my I'm point. Teasing. So I really like the movie, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, the surrounding cast, I, I just I'm not crazy about. I don't Matthew Lillard. I like. Right. I don't like Ricky Lake. Sam Waterston I, bugs me. You know, it's funny because I thought they all did like a great job in fitting into their characters. Yeah. Now Ricky Lake could have just been playing herself. If that's the case, then this this role was made for her because right. she was just this attention hungry yeah. dumb bitch of a daughter who is worthless blah 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 but you know whatever and you know i can't believe we went all the way through this without even mentioning that uh that it, it, during a chase scene where yeah, you know where they're running throughout the city and you know there's one funny part even it, the chasing starts in the church where they oh, all went to church that right. sunday i know where we're going and i can't believe we didn't talk about I know. this well, i just i if we yeah i just i'm gonna upgrade my i'm i'm going to a buy really just yeah, because i forgot about this part which is which is awesome so i am now upgrading because that is the funniest part of the whole show. We didn't yes. even talk about it. it basically, she, a witness sees her killing, killing the uh, the foot lady, the dog foot lady, and so he goes after him, or she goes after him, and uh, he drives downtown, downtown Baltimore, and they go into this club that has apparently like it's like two p.m. in the afternoon, and there's uh, like this big like L seven show, except for it's camel lips. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> basically they're wearing. Cod pieces underneath their stretch, I guess, with stretch pants yeah. that just look like giant vagina lips, <laughs> like swollen to the point of disgusting camel toe. Yikes! So they call them the camel lips, and the funny thing is, the camera angle like they get all up in them yeah. while they're playing on the guitar. It's like right there. They spread their legs out. You see this giant. If this was in three D, every oh time that my. came on, I would dart back. Oh, so would I, because I'd be worried shit. I'd be getting enveloped. <laughs> exactly. Dude. You know what? Being enveloped is, is could be a very uh, traumatic experience. Oh my gosh. Can you only imagine? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially maybe. if the pH balance was off. Oh my. <laughs> Either way, Shit. either way, if it was too acidic, you're dead. Oh. If it's too much of a base, you're dead because oh. then you get like cream and and all sorts of milky shit on you and whatever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess yeah, I guess that's all we got for this. I freaking love this movie. All right, and you know what? Talking about the camel lips, may, uh, seriously. You know, I'm I, I, think I was though, on the cut. I think I that if we cusp. spent more time uh-huh. talking about the movie itself uh-huh. and some of the kills and like the the really you know. The, the, the courtroom scene, there's a lot of funny parts mm-hmm. where she ended up um, representing herself and, mm-hmm. and just kind of like intimidated people on the stage. Just the way she did it, the way she intimidated Dicks them. on chicks, man. Exactly. And it, it was I it was just so funny, you know. And I think that maybe if we got into a little bit more, you'd, I mean, it's already a buy. I mean, so that's as high as yeah. I guess you'd probably end up going. Yeah. And uh, I wish I wouldn't have watched... Romancing the Stone, and I wish I would have seen that article because I'd probably feel a little bit different. Oh, man, that sucks. Because it it's amazing how much that shit. I didn't. Can no, no. Listen, you don't me. watch the show thinking, man, she's freaking hot. 
But I think I think that she's like cute enough, and with those faces, the facial expressions and whatever, I think it's funny. But see, it and, makes it funnier. But that's what's funny is you're saying that, and you're not thinking, "Oh, she's so hot," but you're thinking she's okay. <laughs> Every time I saw her, I'm like, "Damn, she let herself go." Really? Every time well, I saw, I her. haven't seen *Romancing the Stone* in so long that this is the only picture I she's have. She's hot in that. In so I don't, yeah, see, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen it in so long that it's like I would have no chance. You know who she reminds me of? Who? D. Wallace. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's she's hot. Yeah, I mean she. Got, I just watched The Hills Have Eyes, the original. Yeah, I was like back Whoa. in the day when when what was that? The Howling. She was in The Howling. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and she's yeah. a horror hottie oh, right yeah. there. She was yeah. an ET though. Yeah, and I want her to go ouch, to touch my peepee. Penis breath. <laughs> Whoa, no, I don't. Whoa, did I just say that out loud? <laughs> oh my. That was a. Uh, that's terrible. That's excellent. Oh my. Anyways, uh, send in your horror hotties. Uh, call them in. Uh, what is it? Two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. That is two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. Email us, uh, Mike or Sam at cadaverlab dot com. Um, oh, that that seemed like it went really fast. But you have anything else to no, add? No, no, that's that's good enough. All right. So uh, for the cadaver lab, we'll see ya. But excuse me later. <laughs>